Hello, this is Chad Chancellor. Welcome to this week's Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. We are celebrating our ninth anniversary, and I just want to thank all of you out there listening to this, watching this on our YouTube channel, for believing in our mission way back when. Our mission's always been to help small to mid-sized companies and communities grow together, and so many of you believed in us along the way. So what we're going to do to celebrate starting year 10, year 10, is we are going to actually reinvigorate our podcast channel and YouTube channel by putting out free educational content every Thursday. We used to do videos and shows every single Thursday free for the entire public. And then as our business has grown, we've gotten busy. So sometimes it's hard to do that. But we're going to redo that now since we're starting out into year 10. So every single Thursday, we're going to put out for you educational content that's free on both the podcast channel and the YouTube channel. We've got about 120 videos we've done for our movement members. They get to access all our videos. So what we're going to do is play parts of those videos for you that's educational. You'll get absolutely free educational content. You won't get to hear all of it because that's for our members only and they pay for that. But you will get bits and pieces where you can learn along the way and, you know, both improve your community, your organization, and even have career tips in there for you. So with that being said, let's get our podcast and YouTube going. Due to various demands on time and resources, economic development and trade and export agencies often struggle to complete effective market research and business outreach campaigns. For the past 10 plus years, Research FDI, along with our affiliated consulting groups at Research B2B and FDI 365, have leveraged our in-house knowledge, resources, and expertise in market research and consulting to help over 250 organizations directly facilitate inward investment attraction and new trade and export opportunities for their regions across a wide variety of industry sectors. Our highly personalized services and best cost to quality ratio in the industry ensures our client satisfaction, leading to repeat customers year after year. What are you waiting for? Leave the market research and business outreach to the expert team at Research FDI. To learn more about our services, contact us today. In this video, we're going to talk about tips for following up with prospect leads, and we're going to differentiate them based on how you got the prospect. Was it from a consultant? Was it from uh, generated yourself from the state or so forth? So uh, for our members, we actually had a Zoom meetup last month, and uh, you, the members told us they wanted this video. So uh, thank you for asking for it. It was a whole lot of fun to put together. So let's start with just talking about how important follow-up is. So follow-up is really where all sales are made. And at the end of the day, if you're going to land an industry in your town, uh, you're in a sales-related type position. So a lot of people say the fortune is in the follow-up. But look at these statistics down here. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 5% on the third, 10% to fourth. 80% are made on the fifth to twelfth contact. So as you think about sales, think about prospect visits. That's how I want most of you to really think about this. It may take you reaching out to a prospect five to 12 times to get a prospect visit. Down here, you'll see 48% of salespeople never follow up a single time. 25% only follow up two times and 12, only 12% 12 make more than three follow-ups. Yet statistics tell us you got to follow up five to 12 times to make a sale. So what we're going to get in today is how do you follow up 
with certain people. So uh, first of all, a few key ideas. Number one, follow-up is more art than science. So we're going to sort of show you today the ratios, formulas you ought to do, email them today, call them tomorrow, this type of stuff. But it really is more art than science. And the more you do it, the better you'll get good at it. Nothing can replace building these habits. So you, what you want to do is build habits for following up. And you must follow up more times than your gut thinks. Chances are, if you uh, call somebody twice or email them twice, you start thinking, oh, am I bothering this person? You've got to follow up more times than your gut thinks. 90% of people don't follow up enough, which means you've got to follow up more than your gut thinks. Now, will you annoy some people? Yes. We're going to show you in here who it's okay to annoy. And we're going to talk about who, who you don't need to annoy as well. So when you're following up with people, as we get into this, we're going to talk about different folks who, that you follow up with, with different things to say. But let's start right here. What are some good items to follow up with? No matter, no matter you know, what, the, what the subject is, I guess, or, or what type prospect. Well, anytime you have a plant closure, you need to let people know that. You need to follow up with everybody because that's going to create available labor. That's going to create an available building most of the time. So let people know that anytime you land a new industry, that's something good to follow up with because that can show momentum. If you have a new incentive program, that is good to include in your follow-up. If you have anything that's made your labor force change, that's good. Short videos are good. Podcasts, testimonials from plant managers or HR managers. If you're developing a new industrial park or you got a vacant industrial building, that's good for follow-up. And also you want to use time as leverage. And I'm going to give you some examples in here of, of how I've done that in my career. But these are all ideas of things you can use in your follow-up other than just calling somebody and saying, hey, just wanted to check in. So let's start with really thinking about your prospect leads in four different segments, because all four segments really require a different methodology for follow-up. Some of it's the same, but some of it is different. So the first thing we'll talk about, and these are the most common type prospect leads that economic developers will have. So number one are what I call suspects. These are companies that you suspect have interest in your area, but you have yet to hear from them, so you can't prove it but you've got some kind of intelligence that they're interested in your area. Either it's online intelligence, they keep hitting your website over and over. Maybe they're clicking your emails that you're sending, or you've got word of mouth intelligence. Somebody has told you, maybe a real estate agent told you that, you know, they're looking around, whatever the case, these are called suspects. You suspect they're interested, but you can't prove it yet. We're going to show you how to follow up with them. Second are consultant-led projects. We're going to show you how to follow up with them. So those are projects that come straight to you from a consultant, not through the state or the utility. Number three are projects that come from the state or utility in which you've responded to an RFI. And number four are prospects which you generated directly. Maybe you paid for lead generation meetings, prospect called you, you visited with them. That's number four. So all four of these really require different type follow-ups. So first of all, let's talk about suspects. So these are people you think are interested because of your online intelligence or your word of mouth intelligence, but you have had no communications with them or they haven't, you've had no two-way communication. Maybe you've reached out to them. They have not reached out to you. So for these people, you really want to keep these sales statistics in mind because these are suspects. You don't know if they're interested or not. You've got to fish them into being interested. You may have to contact them five to 12 times based on these statistics. 
So it's okay to annoy these people. Remember I said you've probably got to follow up more than you think. It is okay to annoy suspects because if they're coming to town and they don't want you to know anyway, then you're not going to run them off. You know, they just don't want your help. If they're not coming to town, what's that going to hurt? It's okay to annoy these people. That may generate you a prospect one day. If nothing else, they're seeing your brand. They're telling other people about you. You lose nothing by annoying these people. Now, in a minute, we're going to talk about consultants. You don't want to annoy consultants. So that's the difference in the follow-up. Annoying these people, you can, you can email these people every day. Now, I don't recommend that, but you couldn't and it wouldn't hurt anything. If you get one out of 100 that comes to your town, you've generated a real prospect. If you land one out of 100, you've created real jobs for your citizens. So for the suspects, what we recommend first is to try to add these people on LinkedIn, then message them on LinkedIn. Message them on LinkedIn. That can be an easier way to message than through email. Then put your normal communications on LinkedIn, your newsletters, your podcasts, your videos, all these type of things. And then this person, if they've added you as a friend, even if they've never talked to you, they're going to start seeing your brand. They might eventually reach out to you. Also, go into LinkedIn, and it'll tell you if you're a second connection of somebody or a third connection. You know, They say we're all connected to each other, six or seven lines. I can't remember how many. Go in there and see if you're a second connection who you have that can introduce you to this person. Or if you, know, if you got somebody that you're friends with and you're not that close to them, you don't want to ask them for an introduction, name drop them in your email. Say, I see that we both know so-and-so. I would like to meet with you or I'd like to talk to you. I've got something of value to you. So look on LinkedIn to see if there's anybody that you can use for that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Next Move Group We Are Jobs podcast. The remaining portions of this episode is actually reserved for our movement members only. We've got about 250 communities, power companies, and large counties who have joined our membership program called The Movement. And they get access not only to the rest of this show, but they also get to come to our Mardi Gras event with site selectors for free. We have live Q&A meetups. So we have a whole lot of interaction with our movement members. We'd love for you to join that. And again, you get the rest of this show, plus literally hundreds of others. We, we put them out all the time. We've got videos in there from career tips for resumes to how to help your community grow to even Robert's Rules of Order. Uh, you can actually get a 50% off discount code since you've made it this far in this show by using the number nine. When you see a discount code area, put in nine. That'll be for our ninth anniversary. And you get 50% off. To learn more about that, go to nextmoveondemand.com slash movement membership. You get over there, you can see a lot of the shows we've done have a teetotal demo of it. Nextmoveondemand.com slash movement membership. We got about 250 members. We'd love to have you. You can also find it if you go just to our main website, nextmovegroup.com. At the top, you'll see members only. Click that and then click learn more and you can learn about it there. Thank you so much.